us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Back in hour number two, 303-831-1340, the hotline in the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer produces the product. My brother, my little brother. Uh, we're living together right now. We're getting our lives together. Um, okay, so... How do the Nuggets get right, Jake? What has to happen when, um, to get these guys back on track and... What's the biggest reason that they're now two and two after an impressive little two and zero start to the season? All right. So first things first, they gotta limit the turnovers that they have. So uh, in the first three games, they averaged twenty turnovers per game. Surprisingly, they still started off two and zero. I don't know how they did it, but in those first three games, they started uh, with averaging twenty turnovers a game. Uh, so they got to. Take care, take better care of the ball, and two, Michael Porter Jr. He's he's got to be exactly what they signed him for, what they drafted him for, and that's somebody who could fill up the bucket. And he, I don't know if he's being cautious or I don't know if he's not confident right now, but he he's lazy on defense and he isn't produ- producing on offense where he needs to be, um, where where we expect him to be. To get that from him every single night is is something the Nuggets need to have some more success and to turn this thing around. Um, obviously, without Jamal, they're going to be missing uh, a, a big scoring output. So somebody's got to fill that up. Their bench sucks, but now it's they got max contract. Aaron Gordon almost, you know, big, big money. Aaron Gordon, big, big money. Jamal, big money. Nicola, big money. Michael Porter, Toilet Jr., big money. Uh, I'm leaving someone off. But, and one of those guys isn't on the floor um, in Jamal. So, you know, they're not deep at all. You know, their bench is horrible. And I think you got to find a way to have Will Barton in your second unit. Um, you know, being him starter minutes in total, but playing in that second unit a little, a unit a little bit, and giving the Nuggets some scoring punch, and um, you know, it's just really like, it's like, I I feel like Michael Porter Jr. I just want to blame him for everything right now because he's got such an opportunity. It feels Drew Locke esque. It feels like the guy's not taking advantage of like an incredible opportunity. The problem is Drew Locke was trying to, you know, play for a second contract, millions of dollars, security for the rest of your life. Michael Porter Jr. already got it. That's scary. Super scary for a guy who's done nothing, accomplished nothing, zero time all star. Zero time, you know, all defensive third team, zero time dunk contest winner, zero time three point shooting chip, like nothing. No, there's nothing. Uh, there's no, there's no, um, nothing in the resume or nothing in the award kind of, um, cabinet there to hang your hat on with this guy. He's other than potential, which is fading, fading, fading away. 
every single day, every single game that he puts up seven or um, 11 or even 17, doesn't get to 20 or 25, is less than we expect out of him and less than we think that his offensive capabilities should be delivering. He is the biggest underachiever in Denver sports right now. Um, at least, you know, the Broncos don't have enough talent, any talent. Michael Porter Jr.'s got all the talent in the world. He's one of the most physically gifted and talented guys in the NBA is why the hype was created on him, why he's got this contract. It's why he got this contract is because all the upside, all of the upside, you know? He's just got to put it all together now. I mean, he's got the talent, he's got the big pay, and and he's on a good squad. Put it all together. He just has yeah. to put it all together and and just produce. Right now, he I think he's in his head. It's in his head at this point, and the media is hounding the guy, and rightfully so. And I'm sure that's getting to him as well. And I don't think him and Mike Malone see eye to eye on a lot of things. I think Malone and, and MPJ, there may be a rift there. And maybe. Oh, come on, bro. I mean, like, I think Michael Malone's the type of Greg Popovich guy where he won't, he might be really, really hard on you and feel like he's singling me out, all this and that, but he's like a tough love guy too. He's not going to burn a bridge. He's a big picture thinker. He's, you know, he knows how to push all the buttons. Look at the the development of all of the Jokic's and Barton's and uh, Montes and Jamal Murray's, all of these guys. Um, that's goes to Coach Malone. He gets credit for that stuff. You know, can he get these guys over the hump? Well, that's definitely yet to be seen. But um, in terms of developing young talent, I mean, look, no one's done it better in the league than Michael Malone over these his tenure here because it's easy to go uh, develop uh, Joel Embiid. Um, it's easy to develop Ben Simmons. The guy's developed from day one when he walks in the door. Second-round picks like yeah, Jokic, right. um, he was number one overall pick. Those guys are the number one overall pick. They're Still coming. Yeah. Yeah, but still, it's a lot different. Like Jokic, should, Jokic should have never played in the league. He should have came off the bench and been a less than a Nurkic-like player. Right. Um, um, Gary Harris was the fifteenth pick. Gary Harris went on to be a really solid player. Jamal Murray was the seventh pick. Um, seventh picks aren't a sure thing. We get drafted a seventh pick overall the year before Jamal Murray. His name was Emmanuel Mudiay. He was a you know there was a, he was one of the great Nuggets busts of all time. So. I don't know. That's where it's where that's where we're at here. Um, the beauty I thought of what the Denver Nuggets were was that oh man, look at you like like anyone like anyone thought. Damn, Jamal Murray goes down. This is uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s time to shine. This is his opportunity. This is where he breaks out. This is where he takes that next step. Wow, it's weird how basketball works. It's it's you know uh, everything happens for a reason in this life. Um, and uh, Jamal Murray's taking that back seat here. Uh, I'm just gonna give Michael Porter Jr. the chance to show out and develop and turn into the star, and then we'll never look back. None of that's happened. Well, it's- last year he did. Right when Jamal went out, that's when MPJ started to turn it up, and that's why he got the contract. He started balling out right before the playoffs. Yeah. And then he disappeared in the playoffs. Yes. Oh, man, what a disaster in the playoffs. Like, please um, tell me he was really hurt or something. They said he tell had me a that's back not, injury. Uh, tell me that's not who he is in big moments. Yeah, seven-footers with back injuries. They should be okay. 
Well, that usually works out well. It'll be just fine. Don't worry about it, Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With bad feet, too. Okay, that's you know, no big deal. He should probably have a long, illustrious career, I would think. That would make sense. Who else is to blame? I mean, just the depth. The, the Connolly? Connolly, I guess, yeah. I mean, there's no big man on this team outside of Jokic. Jeff Green... <laughs> With the Nets last year, it's only good when you're playing with Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie Irvin. When your five guys have to worry about those three guys and no one cares about the other two guys on the floor, like at all. That's when Jeff Green, you know, who's about as old as me. Uh, I don't know. Jeff They're, Green's like a non-factor on this team. To Michael Green, I never understood it. Never saw the fit. He doesn't play with like the style and tempo and finish ability, uh, uh, perimeter game, all the things that he kind of does. It's not good enough for me or something. He's just a mediocre role player. And damn, Jeremy Grant on this team still—that's a blown one. That's a missed opportunity. Again, for every like open door, one closes. Every new beginning, Jake comes from some other beginnings in you know we thought you know well we can't have too many stars here let's just let jeremy grant go uh be a star on his own team and we got michael porter jr we got too many stars am i right guys he went he went after the money and he went after a bigger no, role not after the money lots more money a lot more money in a whole nother year of big money it was not like he chose ran and just chased a few more dollars they it's gave a lot more money. it was a lot more money it was you know we're talking 10 15 you know um, 12 more million dollars in another year of security and control for your basketball career for a guy who was ascending and who I can't blame Jeremy Grant. I'm not at all. No, I mean, Jeremy Grant. The you, Nuggets you gotta wrap him up. Yeah, you gotta wrap wrap him up. I like Jeremy Grant more than um Aaron Gordon. Really? And we, yes, and we traded for Aaron Gordon and we gave Aaron Gordon a big contract too. Yeah, I, I, see what I'm saying. We only trade for Aaron Gordon because we let go of Jeremy Grant, true. and they're different players in a lot of ways. But almost the roles would serve the same type of purpose. And what Jeremy Grant gives you is I like a little bit more than what Aaron Gordon gives you. Yeah, Jeremy Grant, he could do it all. You know, the defense is there, maybe not at that same level as Aaron Gordon's defense, but Jeremy Grant can also finish at the rim, not at the same level as Aaron Gordon, but his shooting. And just his, I, I feel his court awareness is a lot better than Aaron Gordon's. And and Jeremy Grant, that's exactly what the Nuggets need. They need another shooter. They need somebody who could fill it up. And Jeremy Grant need, did that on a nightly um, basis. Eric Gordon on this team. They need Kevin Love on this team. Ooh, they need another big man. Kevin Love. Kevin Love would be a good fit. Would be a perfect fit. Perfect, perfect fit, Kevin Love. Kevin Love. And you need that veteran experience. I think they miss Millsap a little bit um, and all the things that he brought, not just the play, you know. Um, but he can create his own if he needed to. Makes a great pass. Never turns the ball over. Mistake-free. Uh, hard worker, leader, gritty-gutty, all that. They miss a guy like that, I think. So Absolutely. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline in the Go Fast Energy Drink Tech. I want to hear from you guys joining the conversation. Lot to talk about still. Um, what do you guys want to talk about too? Tell us as well. Um, we're in the debating business. We want to. We're master debaters, so we want to hear from you guys, and we want uh, to know if you guys think the Broncos are gonna beat Washington. 
or do they fall to three and five? Three to five, three and five, Jake. I think they end up winning about six games. You win this game and you're four and four, then we're in the conversation to win eight or nine still. I think. Right. Maybe not. I, I mean, feel- there's just not a lot of wins on this schedule. There was. What happened to them? The Broncos aren't who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook? Right. Smiley like Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Who's this? Genuine. Ah, genuine. Okay. It's 1018 in the Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. Thanks for being with us. Uh, it's a throwback Thursday edition of the program. Tomorrow's Football Friday. I'm telling you, I always think we do the best show and have big shows every day, but we got something special happening tomorrow. You might want to put in the full two tomorrow. Um, could be historic. Could be historic day in Denver sports talk radio history, and I'm being serious about it. Are you serious, Clark? Um, okay, Jake, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk a little bit more about Jake's this, choice. this World Series game a little bit. Um, heading to the Braves, or heading to Atlanta now, um, the momentum, is, it's almost back to the to the Astros. I mean, after you know getting throttled that first game, you bounce back and do it, do it essentially the same thing to the Braves in game number two, and, and you even you know one up them a little bit and put up seven runs. And the bats are back, and they're going to Atlanta. They're the best team. Atlanta's living like a fairy tale. And, um, you know, that ride will come to an end here pretty quickly. The Astros got everything, all the experience, uh, big names, big stars, pitching, um, real pitching, you know, starting pitching, bullpen pitching, a cause. They're doing it for a cause. Every team has like a cause and rallies behind something. But, you know, they're doing it for Dusty Baker. Um, again, Atlanta won 88 games in the regular season. You know, Houston was, um, a powerhouse all season long. And, um, I mean, I love Bregman Altuve. It's like, again, he's, everyone hates him. So that's kind of why I like him now. I like with some players, the Braves have Soler. I like, um, Freddie Freeman a lot. Okay. These are good players, but, um, Jock Peterson, I mean, like he, did he bomb 30 for them? You know, that's a, that's a throwaway from another team. And you go um, become a star in Atlanta. Um, who's that uh, shortstop they have? Uh, is it Albies? No, no. Uh, Dans, Dansbury. Uh, Dansby. Dan, uh, Swanson. Dansby Swanson. Swanson. That's what I said. Um, he was really good this year. Hit like 30 home runs. So the Braves are formidable. But the Astros got like firepower. That team's got that team's got everything, man. Michael Brantley, he's been a hero. Uh, Correa, um, you know, again, Altuve is a former league MVP. I love Bregman, you know. So um, they're good. They're really good. And I mean the <clears throat> the Astros also got uh, that guy Siri who who was a hero last night who kind of got the whole thing rolling for him um, in that um, 
where they, they started to add up all those runs. Um, so they've got guys everywhere, but I still got the Braves. Uh, at home, they might lose one of these games. Uh, I'm going to say out of these three home games for the Braves, they lose so one. Braves win in six games? Braves in six. I'm going to stick with my original prediction, and I'm taking the Braves in six. And I, I, I think the Braves have enough hitting to compete with these Astros, and the pitching is a little bit better for the Braves. But even though even though Morton you know, was pitching on a broken leg and they're not going to have him for the rest of the series, I still think the Braves have just enough to get this done over the Astros. Okay. Um, I'd say the Astros roll. Astros roll. They win the next couple here. They still might close this thing in five games. And I want my McMuffin very warm and delicious and ready. It's going to be cold. Oh. I get here at, you know, 7.30. Fine. Well, you're going to put it in the microwave for me. Um, Cold McMuffin? Not the same. When you get the McMuffin, it's like that cheese is melty. Like, that's that's Nothing better. Well, like even like five minutes later, it's not the same. It starts to turn into like that foam space food. Right. That's like... I'm not sure how it digests through my body, but right away when you have that McMuffin warm, it's like, this is a culinary delight. It's different. That's right, for sure. Um, (laughs) Okay. Going back to the Nuggets real quick. Yeah. um, With Jokic, his injury, do you see him playing on Friday or you see him sitting the weekend out? Who do they got Friday? Uh, The Mavericks. Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis. Friday's a long time away. They got a long break. It came at the right time. Um, I'd say he plays. I'd say the guy probably plays. You're not going to err the side of caution? and If there's no structural damage and it's like a bruise, it's just like it hurts. It's like a Charlie horse. There's not like, if he's not, he can play through it. If he's not vulnerable, I, you know, does he need to put a, um, something on a his brace? knee? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe so. Maybe not. I'm not really sure. Um, he, again, Euro strength, you know, uh, any other dude's legs blown out, but you know, um, you think a Serbian's going to get his leg blown out by a Frenchman? <laughs> if anything, I would play him in this game on Friday because they need him against the Mavericks. It's very we early don't know in the, if the regular season. going to be like a 48 win team fighting for playoff positioning in their playoff lives. So, um, they're without Jamal Murray. I think you know you lose the game without him. And with him, um, you will have a chance to win the game 50-50. Yeah, 100%. You, Jokic and Luka, I would say, are Jokic is obviously better. He's the MVP, but Luka's right there behind him and um, the same style of play. I mean, starting... Um, the 9th of November, you have to have a vaccination card present, you know, some proof of vaccination or have a negative test to enter Ball Arena for, I assume it's for concerts as well, but it could be just for Nuggets and Avalanche, but it's at least Nuggets and Avalanche. What do you think about that? I mean, it's up to, you know, Ball Arena to set that precedent. And I mean, I've seen a lot of arenas do it, so it's no surprise to me that that stadiums and, and arenas are starting to do this. So, Why would they start now? Why haven't they been doing it? 
Uh, I think maybe just the logistics of it and trying to figure out how to what uh, do I, what, screen what do everybody. What do I have to show? What do you have to show? Proof of vaccination. I mean, like either, a, either your, your vaccination card or... A screenshot of it? Uh, your screenshot of Can your, I show them a screenshot of my fake one? Yeah. And then you'll uh, be kicked out. How do you get kicked out? Can they run your number on the card? Can you show I, me what your card looks like? I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't have my card at, with Let me look at my card, I mean. Um, I actually only have the virtual version. Really? Yeah. Can I get a screenshot of that? It says Jacob Meyer on there, but uh, you're more than welcome. You're the more than welcome. All right. Fraudulent mother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. We got another text. This one's from F. Lewis. He says, growing weary of potential upside high ceiling being used as excuses for lots of players. I'm done with high ceiling stuff for Michael Porter Jr. He's uh, Chris Stapps to me now. That's like a best case. Uh, Chris Stapps going to miss about 25 games, 30 games a year. He's never going to do all the things you want him to do. He'll have some big nights, and you wonder why can't he do this every night. And that's it. All the you know, a lot of talent, all the talent in the world. Um, some guys are just built a certain way. It's just the way that God made him. I guess you know. I don't know. It's just I'm 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 not gonna say I'm done with Michael Porter Jr. I'd say that's really strong, but also the hype train. I'm like sick of it. You know, it's got to deliver. I need more. Mm. Mm. It's a different era. That's for sure. Turn up, Jake. Can we talk? Girl, I want to know your name. Jake, you're playing the hits. Back on the other side, it's my life sports. It's hard to find that version that we like. Is this the, the one? My, my daughter loves this song. She jams. I it's not. I, I don't know. This is a really great one. version. Don't get me wrong. And the other one's like, he's like, extremo, 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 dun, 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 dun. That's like uh, the new rhythm, 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 rhythm. That's the Pitbull version. This is the original. Who is this? Corona? Corona? It's a jam. Okay. It's 10.32 a.m. We are live from... Ah, the tech center here. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. Lots of uh, choices out there. Thanks for rolling with us. Um, in a World Series, it's one big inning that will win you the game or not. It's what happened in game one with the Braves, what happened with Houston in the second inning, going and getting um, four runs. Um, and then, you know, at some point, your really good offense will generate another couple throughout the games. Like first one to, you know, first one to five or six runs wins. It's so the pressure's so great. Um, yeah, man. The you know the World Series is cool. It's, baseball's great. It's just not the best. 
That's just not the best. Football's the best. And basketball's the, the next best. So we got Thursday night football tonight. Okay, let's talk about that. JJ one out for the game, probably out for the season. And then you got the Packers with all their COVID issues. So um, it, this game went from being, you know, these two two best teams in the NFC potentially, and now they're not at full strength. Uh, no Devontae Adams, no Alan Lazard. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of issues with both teams right now. So, and DeAndre Hopkins is questionable. I take the Packers plus six and a half points, though, wouldn't you? Yes, maybe. So six here's the thing: six and a half points is a lot of points for a team with it's in the Arizona MVP. You know, leading that team in Arizona. Yes. Here's the thing: if DeAndre Hopkins plays, then you, I'm taking the cards to the cover. cards to cover. Damn, I don't know about that. But if he doesn't, then all day long I'm taking the pack. Uh, I think he's playing. DeAndre Hopkins is playing in this game. I'm he's sure. just questionable. You know, he's he's probably going to power through it. He's a tough guy. The the, the value they're, they're they're being overvalued just slightly because they're undefeated. So it's like that. You know, they're wearing that right now. And, you know, Green Bay, I think it's them. I think Green Bay went, what's the number on the outright? Uh, plus 220 money line? <laughs> I know Devontae Adams is great. Don't get me wrong. But it's not about that. Aaron Rodgers just throw the ball at anybody. You, you think uh, they're going to hand them their first loss? I do. Oh, oh what do you think? Now, I, with the COVID issues? You know, listen, we love no. the cards. We love the cards. Just before the season started, we knew the cards had a chance to be something special. And we love the comp we gave on kind of the Rams. I don't see it happening. Beefing, beef it up. Beefarino. I really don't see it happening, uh, especially with Devontae and Lazard out. You got, you're going to have Randall Cobb, uh, Valdez, Scantling, and Robert Tunyon as his targets. I mean, those are that's going to be the, all he has to throw the ball to. And that doesn't give me confidence that they're going to be able to get the job done, especially against a, a Arizona Cardinals squad who's riding high. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is expected to play. So I'm 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 going to stick with the Cardinals and they cover. They cover. They they win by a touchdown. Nah. I don't think so. I think uh, Green Bay covers that and has a chance to win the game out, right? The pressure of staying undefeated is hard. And they've had a lot of things go right for them this season, besides just being good. You don't just, you know, 6-0 and or 7-0, and or, you know, being undefeated at this point in the season, not because of the ball keeps bouncing your way. It's more than that. They're really good. The Cardinals are very, very good. Maybe, um, you know, NFC championship game kind of good. But Green Bay, man, they're they're refined. They know what it's you know the, the 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 mission is what it's. The Cardinals are just in the process of putting this whole thing together, and the Packers are um just about sharpening the knife now. You know, so I mean, maybe at full strength, I think may, maybe the just, the Packers can win this game straight up if they had the best receiver in the game on their squad. But he's not going to be playing. All right. So, despite all that, I got the Cardinals to win. What about some... Robert Tunyon. Anytime? 
anytime touchdown. What's the number on that? I I have no I idea that right here. But he's gonna hammer his to his his total. Come on, Tunyon, be a big one. Robert Tunyon is gonna be huge in this game. Uh Tunyon plus two ten. Plus two ten. I would like that to be a little richer. Maybe. I think Randall Cobb is the over. We're at forty eight po um, points or forty eight yards receiving. Definitely. That's an easy one. Um, let me see. What's that? Forty eight. Did it go up? Oh, oh, 52 and a half. It's moving up. Aaron Rodgers over one and a half touchdowns. Uh, passing touchdowns. Rodgers. You can't put that in the same game parlay though. Oh, okay. Never mind. F first touchdown score, rushing yards. Let's see here. Uh, Aaron Jones, sixty-four rushing yards. Can you run against that Arizona defense? Now that JJ Watts out, I mean, Kyler twenty-six and a half rushing yards. Twenty-six and a half. Yeah, let me see what That's he does in lot. terms of rushing yards. Does he tuck it and go a bunch of times during a game? I think he's you know looking to scramble and still throw the ball. He keeps his eyes downfield. He's a little bit like Mahomes in he can run, but he wants to pass. He wants to sling it as, as often as he can. And he'll run if he has to, but... Okay. Um, he... Let me say, got out here. No, no. Rushing totals here. Last week, six attempts for 10 yards. Seven attempts for six yards. Seven attempts for one yard. But that was just these last three games previously. Uh, six attempts for 40 yards, seven attempts, 19 yards, five attempts, 31 yards, five attempts for 20 yards. Now, I won't touch that, but also it's just one run for him, you know, but yeah, I don't want to risk my whole same game parlay on on that when I feel like we're building something with such more, sh you know, sure fire bets. So, uh, you know, two legs so far we got your Tunyon, which I love that Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb over 52 passing yards, Aaron Jones. 40 plus is that a i like that uh alt that's minus alt. minus 182 that's alt alted out alted out uh one a minus 166 i'm saying or 50 Ooh. 25 rushing yards is minus um 320 and with the three legs it doesn't beef it up too big um but as you keep adding it would uh 50 yards 166 i'm taking that 50 yards for 166 aaron jones is a stud and it w i would be shocked if he doesn't get that especially with all the receivers out they're going to have to rely on aaron jones a lot is there anything else we like same game parlay style mm, i mean maybe aaron jones alternate alternate receiving yards he's a he's a big facet in the in the passing game as well I might go Aaron Jones 25 plus yards for the receiving at minus 440 just to beef it up a little bit. Uh, James Conner rushing yards. Mm, I think Chase Edmonds is going to get the bulk of the load. Okay. Okay. I mean, I got three legs that $10 pays $66. It's the Tunyon touchdown, the Cobb over. To 52. Oh, I added this on accident. Aaron Rodgers over 250 passing yards. I don't even know where it came from. But over it, 250? Yeah. And it makes it plus 600. It might $10 pays out six, uh, $76.
You don't like that? I don't know about 250 just because who's he going to throw to? Okay. I might I'll take the over 200. That's 250. That's, that's minus yeah. 6. Yeah, so I don't want that. Let's go to break, come back, and we'll finish this thing up with the rest of um, our NBA slate. It was the night of, I mean, upsets last night. It was just, you know, you could have taken some upsets on money lines, put it together. I'm about, if you look on Twitter, you're going to see dudes who had four or five upsets on there at low money that turned into gigantic paydays. No covers. No covers last night from uh, Chalk. Um, I want to talk about Kevin Love on the other side. And who was the other player you mentioned? I thought would be a great fit here. Kevin Love? No, it was Kevin Love. It was somebody else we mentioned. Help us, someone. 303-831-1340. The hotline and the go fast energy drink text line. Damn, who was it? I guess we'll never know. It's my life sports. My daughter goes, Dad, why is Michael Jackson kind of sound like a girl? I was like, it's beautiful. It's just a beautiful voice. Tough one to answer. Okay. So, tomorrow's Football Friday, Jake. Uh, why don't we take a little look at some collegiate football? Take Coastal. Take Coastal minus seventeen and a half. It's it's even got a nice nice little juice there. Plus one hundred yeah. against Troy. It's that hook. It is the hook, but uh, I'm still gonna take it. Uh, Coastal hammers Troy. Coastal I need to see Troy at the beginning of the season had a little spunk in them, but at this point in the season, I have to see what they look like. What about East Carolina? South Florida was a mess too, but um, yeah. Um, and East Carolina, I, I I like. I don't know if I like that. I hook. don't know if I like that either. I'll take the hook with Coastal just because. I've seen, you know, so much of what they're capable of, but East Carolina, I haven't really been paying attention to them too much, um, so I would stay away from that one. Troy's four and three. Let me see where their wins and losses have come against, though. I mean, four and three Let is. Let me take a closer. Well, you don't play anybody. I mean, they beat. Yeah. Let's see here. If you're losing to, <clears throat> they lost teams. to Texas State last week. Oh, they beat Texas State by three. Um. Georgia Southern, they beat um, 27 to 24 the week before. South Carolina, that's a real team, right? That's a real team. They yep. lost 23 to 14. Um, not bad. Uh, LA, they lost to Louisiana Monroe, 29 uh, 16. They beat Southern Mississippi, 21 to 9. They lost to Liberty, 21 to 19. Liberty's pretty good. Uh, they hammered Southern U, 55 to 3. And then um, that's it. I don't like East Carolina. They're on a two-game skid right now. They lost to UCF twenty to sixteen. They lost to Houston in an overtime thirty-one to twenty-four. But then they did beat uh, Tulane two games right before that. Tulane's 50, good. They got a good quarterback. Fifty-two to twenty-nine. Okay, they're not a good team, but I saw them hang in there. Watched the whole game against Oklahoma, and um, 
they played their hearts out, got back into a game that they were like blown out of. It's hard to do against a team like that. Um, As for South Florida, Coastal lost last week to App State. What thirty to twenty seven. Um, but fifty two to twenty victory before that. Uh, fifty nine to six against Louisiana Monroe. 53 to 3 Massachusetts, but we know how bad UMass is. Oh, wait. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, 28 to 25 win over Buffalo. 49 to 22 win over Kansas. Uh, hammered Citadel. Who doesn't? Um, Coastal's good. Coastal's good. App State's good, too. So there's no shame in losing that game, I don't think. But 17 and a half. Coastal's got something to prove now. Bounce back win. They do hammer Troy. It's a lot of points. Big but. time. I think a three touchdown victory at least. And then you said, so do you like um, South Florida then? Let me take a closer mm. look at South Florida. I don't like either one. Mm. If anything, if I want to make a parlay, I'll take Coastal. Damn, East Carolina stinks this year too. Uh, South Florida's two and five. I think I would consider taking them, bro. And the ten and a half points. I don't think they're Take that the points. Mu- I don't think they're that much worse than East Carolina. They're one game worse, and I'm getting ten and a half points. Let me see where their losses have come to. Um, you just said they beat Temple, South Florida, right? Yeah, Temple's I- pretty good. Temple's not garbage this year. Uh, lost to Tulsa by one. Dude, Tulsa is not a bad team. Um, got beat 41 to 17 by uh, SMU, but SMU is ranked top 20. Lost 35 to 21 against BYU at the time. BYU was hotter. They're 25 ranked now, but they were a hotter team then. Uh, and they beat Florida. A- I'm taking these points, bro. Yeah, now that I think Four, about hey, it. 42 to 20 lost to Florida. They only got hammered in their opener against NC State, who's a good team this year, 45. to Give me the points here. So I, I think we just did a little research and found some value there, actually, after taking 10 and a half. Damn. Take Coastal, Coastal, and a half. Troy, and give me, uh, who's my, give me the Astros. They're not playing tonight. Never mind. Um, you got some NBA. NBA. Yeah, uh, Atlanta Hawks, minus three over the Wizards. Wizards are good, bro. They just won again last night. Yeah. Because they just beat the they're, uh, Celtics. They're balling. They're balling out right now, but I think they're going to come back to reality. They're better than bit. they were with Russell Westbrook. The pieces are, that they got in return are better. Um, and, you know, in cohesion with kind of the pieces that they, you know, the few pieces they have in Bradley Bill. Do the Jazz hammer the Rockets? Nine and a half? Do the Jazz hammer? I think the 76ers hammer the Pistons by 10. Uh, Rockets are scrappy right now. Don't mess with them. Don't. That's too many points to cover on the road. I think for the Jazz, that game will be closer than that. Um, damn. Grizzlies are playing great ball. John Morant's like a ten percent of the season MVP, seven percent way through MVP. Uh, let's see here. The I take the Grizzlies plus five and a half points at the Warriors tonight as well. 
The Grizz taking the points? Yes, I do. They're good, dude. They're good, good, good team. Young. John Moran. He's out of his mind right now. Probably should have been the number one overall pick. Ooh. Already? Oh, is Zion a bust or is he just? He might be a bust. Damn. He went to the worst possible franchise, I think. I mean, look what they did with Anthony Davis. He floundered there. Look what they did with Chris Paul. Right? Right. It's... It's awful. That's where careers go to die. Time to die. There's a Comic-Con this weekend uh, downtown, like a big Comic-Con. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. You want to do cosplay? Sure. What should we go as? Um, Deadpool? I don't know. Okay. Uh, you could be uh, Wolverine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do people dress up as out there? Anything? Spider-Man? Like, I don't know. Just go down and see if we can... See if uh, Sailor Moon's boobs fall out or something like that. Who else? Gwynpool? It's all about Gwynpool. What? What is that? Oh, come on, damn it. Um, Who the f*** is that guy? <laughs> it's all about uh, Hench Girl. No? Anybody? All right, forget about it. Who? Yeah. Uh, okay, you got to do Gil's show next. You got another hour of... Postponed, delayed Broncos Blitz podcast for the day. We're not sure what's going to happen with it today. But you got an hour of uh, listening to Gil yell at Jake. and calling him Google Winch and all this kind of stuff. Andrew needed like a mental day from Gil, I think. That's what it was. Totally, right? There's no fever. <laughs> he said he had a fever? Yeah. Whenever you give a reason, it's not. You just All you have to say is sick. But once you're like... Oh, uh, you're throwing up everywhere and I poop my pants. What? No, come on. Really? Or I probably have strep. I got strep probably. No, you don't. You know? These days it's like, oh, you're sick? Okay, you got COVID. Stay home. Yeah, you don't even have to give a reason. Nah, like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah. not feeling the best. Uh, nah. Yeah, I don't think I should come in. Probably just stay home. I'm going to infect the whole station. Feels old. You know? The older people die sooner if you get the COVID, according to my research. Beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Let me run these numbers again. All right. Um, football Friday tomorrow. Big show. I'm telling you guys. It's going to be one of the biggest shows like we've ever done. Got something special for you guys. A guest for the ages. For Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. New watch alert. Man,